good morning to our Global Origin Gate family. We know that you've been enjoying Wisdom's Echoes daily podcast presented to you by various speakers. Wouldn't you just love the opportunity to have some one-on-one time with them, to hear more of what's in their heart, to have a chance to ask your questions, to grow in your relationship with God, to learn how to apply great truths to your life, not just learn about them. Well, we thought it was a brilliant idea too. So we created Flight School. Head on over to our website to get information on the topics each person has picked to mentor you on. You'll get four weeks with each of our 15 mentors and you'll rotate through all of them over a period of 60 weeks. Registrations are currently open, but not for much longer. You'll need to register by the end of June 2022 because your classes start the first week of July. For information on what each class offers, the dates of your Zoom calls and costs, visit www.thenesttribe.com. See you there. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast brought to you exclusively by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and it's my incredible honor to share with you some of the meditations of my heart this week as I've been going in and diving deeper into all that Yahweh has been calling me into. He invites me into the deepest deep of his heart, and my answer is, Um, every day, every morning, every afternoon, every evening is an uninhibited, unrestricted yes. So I want to share with you what that yes has given birth to and the questions that have caused me to to just continue digging into uh, the beautiful mysteries of the kingdom. But before I get into that, I want to just um, share with you about flight school because the topic that I'm going to be talking about today actually came out of a flight school session that happened this last Monday. Now, this group that I'm with in flight school um, is from the Pacific coast of the United States. And um, there's uh, 40 students in each of these classes that I've had the pleasure of uh, of mentoring for the last year. Um, and so, you know, we were diving into some of the topics that we were um, discussing in our flight school session when this kind of was pulled out, this, this piece. I want to talk today about faith. But before I talk about what came out of this flight school session that I've been chewing on, um, I want to actually tell you a little bit about flight school. Um, flight school is an online mentorship program that is set up very similar to um, small groups. If you've ever been a part of small groups with a church, um, a, a local church or something like that, it's very similar to this, except for we don't meet with each of these mentors in um, physically in their houses. We actually meet with them virtually by way of um, a two-hour Zoom call each week. And so um, it's a really great way to connect with these mentors that have that I'm, I'm probably um, willing to bet that you have listened to a podcast of theirs or you've been a part of a conference where they were teaching. Um, maybe some of you listening to this have actually, um, you're new to the Wisdom's Echo podcast and to this community of people through Origin Gate and the Foundation Nest. Um, maybe you haven't heard their teachings, but there are 15 mentors and these are people like Ian Clayton, Grant and Samantha Mahoney, uh, Marios Ellenis, uh, Stevie McKee, um, 
Jane Schroeder, Lindy Masters. There's several more that are absolutely incredible. And just because I didn't name them in this podcast has, does not take away from their glory. Um, I myself am also a mentor. And um, we, we have classes. There are groups of 40 students that are grouped by, um, by time zone all around the world that sit with each of these mentors for a weekly call for four weeks before they transfer to, as a group, all together to the next mentor. So it's such an awesome format. It really allows the students to grow in relationship and get connected with each other because they are collectively rotating from one mentor to the next. Um, There's a forum where you can share things you've learned, where you can answer homework questions. Um, It's a really great format. And I've had such a blast sitting with um, each of these groups from around the world uh, for two hours a week. I mean, when you're in these sessions... And I'm, um, my mind, my brain moves really quick. I um, don't claim, I don't speak over myself a short attention span, but I do show some evidences of having a short attention span. But even in, even the way that I'm wired, the two hours does not even seem like it's, like it's not but a blink of an eye. It sound, it sounds crazy, but it just goes so fast. And so there's so much that we get into, some incredible discussion, um, some great, Uh, nuggets of wisdom that come out of the teaching. It's a really great way to receive from the mentors in an informal way um, and an interactive way because it's not like a conference where they have a microphone and everybody's sitting down in a room staring at them. It's more like a group discussion. It's more like um, um, fostering the treasure of kingdom community using the Zoom platform. Um, So I cannot, I just want to personally endorse this school. I'm incredibly impressed by what um, Grant and Samantha Mahoney have put together and Ian Clayton and the dream that they had to connect people from around the world um, to grow in community despite the fact that there may be global situations preventing geographical um, uh, or um, pr- uh, physical gatherings in geographical places around the world. They have really done a great job of creating an outlet for us to come together. So huge thank you and massive honor to Grant and Samantha hum- uh, Mahoney and Ian Clayton and all those who administer the nest. Um, it's such a treasure. I would highly recommend flight school. Um, and uh, I hope that you take a moment to go and look at that. So if you just go to uh, thefoundationnest.com or if you Google uh, the Foundation Nest Flight School, you'll find a registration page where you can get more details about what each teacher is going to be uh, mentoring on over the course of the next year. And you can see what time zones are available, and you'll get information on registration. So please go check that out. And if you are not going to be a part of it, um, if for any reason you decide not to register with the Nest, I would just ask you to please share this with a friend via um, text or social media or um, email or in person. Um, share it with your your, um, your your church friends, everything like that, because it's such a valuable thing, and I've, I've seen some incredible relationships come from it. So I want to share a bit today. I want to read you some things about faith from Hebrews chapter 11. And then I want to just share with you something that came out of our Zoom call that has blessed me and that I've been chewing on this week. Now, I left our um, flight school call. Um, I left it giving kind of a homework assignment of meditating on a certain verse that many of you have heard before. And it comes from Hebrews 11, verse 1. And you might recognize it as faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for 
and the evidence of things unseen. So I want to just read to you from my Bible um, the first uh, 12 um, or 13 maybe even 16 verses of Hebrews chapter 11 and tell you what I'm chewing on in this regard because faith is huge. Now we know this because Yeshua speaks about faith in such a massive way. He actually says that without faith, um, that, um, that we can't see the kingdom of God, that we can't, honestly, we don't worship without faith. We're not saved without faith. There, everything we do in a kingdom sense and in the spiritual landscape of, of heavenly realms is dependent on, completely contingent upon our ability to operate within the realm of faith. Now, Yeshua said that it's so powerful, in fact, that if we have faith that's the size of a mustard seed, the size of something so tiny and insignificant, the size of a period at the end of a sentence on, your, on a, something written on your desk or on a piece of paper, that small, if you have faith that's just so tiny that it's actually massive and it can actually move mountains. And so it really um, induces a... Uh, a desire in me to really ask questions and get to the bottom of how do we operate in, a, in an uncommon measure of faith by having an uncommon measure of understanding as to what faith really is. And so I want to read Hebrews chapter 11, starting in verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. Wow, Selah. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and though and he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was, not, um, that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even though even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven and as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has a prepared them for a city. Now, it goes on in this chapter Hebrews 11 is a 
is a just amazing passage of scripture about faith and how the people who changed the world the most did so by way of faith that caused them to be commended by God and do things that had a, not just an individual impact, not just a familial impact, or even a generational impact, but a global impact on a species. They had an, an, an impact that was just immeasurable. And it all starts with this first sentence. I, I think it all is kind of birthed out of this this groundbreaking revelation that's embedded in Hebrews 11 chapter 1 that says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So what is faith? How can I operate in a way that is as globally significant um, for myself and my family and my generation, but our species as a whole? How can I use faith? What is faith? It is the substance of what I hope for. Now let's go even deeper. What is the substance of what I hope for? Well, in order to answer that question, you've got to break down the walls that you've built up. We've built these interior defense mechanisms inside of us as a result of a byproduct of disappointment from our past. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves to truly hope for the things that our innermost being is hoped for, that we involuntarily hope for. They were designed hopes that were crafted into us, but we've built walls to protect ourselves from being vulnerable, vulnerable enough to hope for something so significantly transformative. So we hope for things that are, that we settle for hoping for things that are less because we can, they're more achievable. They're more realistic. We know we might be able to get it. We won't be disappointed. We won't fear. Um, and, and it just, we, we guard ourselves too much. And I've been experiencing Holy Spirit tugging on my heart to break down these walls of, that are defending me from hoping for things that are much bigger. He wants me to get down to those things that my soul desires, that my soul longs for, that my entire being hopes for, because the substance of what I hope for is the fuel that pushes me forward as I allow faith to drive me into every pursuit as I unfold my scroll in this earth, unfold my purpose in this earth. Now, faith is the hope, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The second part of this statement is so comforting. That's, it's so comforting to know that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that you are going to encounter, realities that will be established in your life that you just can't see yet. How do we know they're there? Where the evidence is the fact that you have a hope inside of you that's crying out to see the will of Yahweh established in your life. And so I've been feeling the Father drawing on my heart to get to a place of stillness, to get back to a place of silence and a meditative state where I really remember what is my soul, not just what do I dream, what does my heart dream about in terms of my career, Career and finances and um, and assets and all those things. I get that we hope for blessings, but it's much deeper than that. What is my heart screaming for? What what is what am I hoping for at the foundational level in terms of my heavenly pursuit and my heavenly home? In terms of discovering the landscape of the mountain that I'm called to inhabit and to govern from and inside and and, and around and with. Um, there's so much such a such a deep message embedded in this truth that there are things. The substance of what we hope for is the faith that causes that 
that those things that are not yet to be even seen with your eyes to collapse into your reality. We know that there's evidence that these things are gonna be birthed. There's so much evidence. It's real inside of you because you're connected to the hope that's driving you. And so there's so much depth in this, but I just wanna encourage everyone as we're, as you meditate on this, go read the scripture, go read Hebrews chapter 11 and let the truth about the powerful um, force of hope and faith um, let the truth that it's an activating agent for new realities in your life to unfold, let that just sit on you and just marinate in you and weigh down heavily inside of you. Let that drive you even deeper in your pursuit. Let it, let it, um, ch- let it bless you and, and, and let it give you endurance and let it give you a, hopeful, a new hopefulness for the future. Uh, because the faith that you have and the, the hope that's driving you to believe for the things that you're believing for is not in vain. Yahweh has such a powerful plan for your life. And those hopes and those dreams that you have in your heart that are sitting at the foundation of who you are and that, you're, um, that you are uh, consistently allowing faith to move you to believe for, those are not in vain. And he will, he is so good to establish those things that he promised in you. So I pray that this blesses you. Um, as you meditate on faith, I want to remind you just one more time, check out Flight School. If you're not um, able to join this, please share it with a friend, with a family member. We'd love to see everybody jump into this new year. We're going to be starting at the beginning of July, starting an entire new year and with an entire new um, school and, and, uh, and, and students, some of whom are coming back for a second year. And I'm so looking forward to everything that Yahweh is going to do. So I bless you. I declare transcendent peace would overtake you and just immeasurable grace would empower you today in Yeshua's awesome name. Amen.